So Gennesaret is along the west coast of the Sea of Galilee. And Jesus was there, and he had been healing and preaching and teaching. And I think, to be honest with you, he was a little bit burned out. So he decided it was time to take a vacation. And so Jesus and the disciples walked 35 miles northwest out of Israel into the Syrophoenician land, modern-day Lebanon, on the, sea of, on the Mediterranean Sea. So I'm not sure if he was planning on taking a little bit of time just to sit on the beach, soak in the rays, go for a swim. I don't know if he, I don't know what his plans were, but I know he was planning on getting away and not being recognized because these were not his people. Jesus is about the most human example we have of Jesus in this story. The Syrophoenician woman has heard of him, and she does not care what God or gods people believe in. She cares that this man, who's a holy man, would be able to heal her daughter. And so she comes to Jesus and asks, will you heal her? And he said, no, the, the children get to eat first. You know, we don't throw the food to the dogs. Dogs never, never come out really good in the Bible. The dogs are the scavengers. They're the ones who are uh, pushed to the side. And even though Jesus is calling this woman's daughter a dog, she doesn't get angry. This is where I just imagine her saying, oh, honey, this is one of those moments. Oh, honey, you're not having a good day. But even the dogs get the crumbs under the children's table. So Jesus said, well, you know, by saying that, your daughter's healed. But he was at this place where he was burnt out. And I know it took energy from Jesus to heal people. We remember when, when the woman who had been bleeding just touched his cloak as he was walking. And he turns and says, who touched me? Because he had felt the energy drain from him. And I don't think... Jesus had a whole lot left to give. He was tired. He needed a vacation. He needed a break. Anytime Jesus tries to get away, people find him and follow him. And he was just trying to take a few days at the seashore. And then he returns by way of Sidon, which is south along the Mediterranean. And then this is 35 miles away. So I don't know. Russia could probably help me out. I think, you know, about 15, mi 15 20 miles an hour, you know, it's going to take eight hours, but we have to stop for some breaks. 10, 10, 10, 12 hours, I would think this trip by foot would take. You, you did enough 
barges in service, so it's 35 miles. That's a big push for one day, isn't it? All day, right? Yep. All day. And so they go all this way, and now they're making their way back. And they get back along the Sea of Galilee, and he heals this deaf man. He heals him, but says, don't tell anyone. Jesus is always healing, saying, shh, just don't tell anyone. Because the more they tell others, the more people are seeking Jesus for his healing. Now, I sure wish, as the church of Jesus Christ, as Christ's body, that we were able to do the same sort of miraculous healings. And I'm not saying they don't ever happen. I would never, never be the one who said miracles don't happen because I've witnessed them. But I know that a lot of the healing work we do comes from listening to each other, being present to each other, feeding each other, helping each other. I was working with, in the community, and met a woman who was the manager of the Marriott over there on Concord Road. And she wanted to know what church I was the pastor of, so I explained First Congregational Church in Bill and we're the one on Andover Road, and she said, oh, you're the church that helps people. And I wanted to say, shh, shh, don't tell anybody. But we are called, even when we're tired, even when we need rest, we are called to respond. Now, tired is the front line of many, many of those requests. We help each other in this congregation but we're also, if nothing else, we have a wealth of knowledge of where people can get assistance. Not necessarily from us, but throughout the community because we are well connected. But what it takes first is the willingness to listen to someone else's story. I think hearing each other's stories is always the first step toward healing. But on this Labor Day weekend, this weekend we're reminded that those who are working, those who are helping, those who are healing, need rest. And we have just spent a year where there have been people out on those front lines, the people in the medical professions, all of our first responders, those in the National Guard, those in our military, they have been on overtime this year. Our grocery store workers, all those who are in the supply chain so that we can get the necessary things. Think of the delivery people, the post office, the UPS, 
things to us so we did not need to venture out during a pandemic. There are so many people who were tired, who didn't feel they could help anymore. And yet somehow they found the strength to be able to do just a little bit more. On this Labor Day, let us honor these people. Perhaps we could take a break from shopping, just give them a little bit of a break. Maybe we could greet everybody with bigger smiles than normal. Because when you're smiling with a mask on, you've got to smile really big so it goes all the way to your eyes. To greet each other with love and kindness and compassion. To reach out and say a few more kind words. Even when we'd rather just be by ourselves. And so Jesus knew that there were times that he needed a break from the labor of his healing. And yet he healed when he was called to. But we know that there are so many here and out in our community who need a break from their labors. So let us hold them in our prayers. And when we meet, let us stop and listen to their stories so that they too might be healed in the name of Jesus.